Hey, what's up, guys? This is Devin Jackson from Blue Chip Scouting, and I'm joined by a special guest today, uh, Chris Garrett, who is a defensive end for Concordia St. Paul. Uh, he's put up some really, really nice stats over the last two seasons. Uh, last year in 2019, he put up 14 sacks and 22 tackles for loss. 2018, he had 16 and a half sacks, and he has 36 and a half sacks in 28 career games. So, Chris, Thank you for joining me this morning. And uh, how you doing, man? How's everything going with, with the COVID-19 pandemic kind of affecting everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you invited me to be on your show. And yeah, everything's been, it is what it is. Honestly, I'm just grinding, trying to take advantage of the, um, some of the things that I'm able to do right now. My body's healthy, like not having a season, I'm able to go forward and have a healthy body going into crazy 2021 draft process things like that so i'm doing all right and uh what kinds of things have you been able to do obviously you haven't had a season this season like you just alluded to but uh, where are some of the things you have been able to do in terms of training wise and, and staying in shape and, and getting ready uh for the 2021 nfl draft yeah so i'm at next level um uh performance in waukesha um he trained, I'm there with Brad Arnett. He trained um, the Watt brothers and some other, a lot of guys from Wisconsin. And yeah, I'm just there staying in shape, getting my flexibility right, ankle mobility right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's a hard process, but I love it. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, and you talked about, um, you know, next level, uh, being able to, to train the Watt brothers. How has it been working out with them, knowing they have that kind of prestige and uh, knowing that they have, you know, helped develop two, two of the best pass rushers in the NFL uh, really in the last 10 years? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool experience knowing that I'm doing exactly what the some of the top guys in the league, are do, uh, some of that, what they're doing and, um, knowing that all I got to do is trust the process now is just just about doing because um, they know what's best and they see um, my weaknesses and things like that. So it's really just about trusting the process. And yeah. Uh, and, you know, before we we kind of dive into, you know, some of the stats you put up the last two seasons, uh, when did it all start for you in football? When did you start playing football and, and when did you kind of grow that love for the game? Yeah, I was uh, I was 10 years old and I was actually my grandma. She forced me onto a football field and I was like, I don't want to do this. Coach was telling me to run laps. I was like, nah, I, I'm, I want to go chill back at home. And then um, my grandma forced me to play. And then I think starting my freshman year of high school, I was just like, man, I love this game. I really love this game and I start to see myself blossom into the, to the play that I am today. So, yeah. And uh, what position did you play in high school? Was it always defensive end or, or did you play offense as well? Yeah. So I played, I played tight end and then I was, I was a DN. I started as DN my freshman year, sophomore year and junior year outside linebacker. And then senior year, I was a middle linebacker. Uh, how uh, were you able to kind of adjust those different positions? Because obviously all of them have kind of a different role uh, on defense. So how were you able to kind of adjust 
you know, pretty much every season. Uh, like you said, you start off at defensive end, but play, play some outside linebacker and linebacker. Uh, how was transitioning to those different positions and and kind of learning, you know, uh, kind of a, a, a new role in, in a defense in the defense? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a cool experience because all of them are very different. And but at the same time, you got to you got it. You can use. uh things that you learn from each position um, and take them to the next position. So like middle linebacker, I just, I had to learn to be more physical. It was just, you, you going into a hole, you meeting somebody in there, you got to be physical um, defensive end, what to do with your hands, you know, extension and all those things. And then outside linebacker, just really learn how to play in space and make open field tackles. So all of these have really taught me to, um, and really helped me going into college. So, yeah. Um, and then the recruiting process, obviously you ended up at Concordia St. Paul, but uh, what was kind of the recruiting process like for you in high school and, and uh, what were some of the schools that you were considering before uh, finally de deciding to go to Concordia? Yeah, so for me, it was always, I needed a full scholarship. You know, I come from a family that was pretty poor and I wasn't going to be able to, to pay any type of scholarship money. That was the biggest thing. So um, school started off talking talking money and I know Wisconsin was talking hey we will consider giving you a scholarship and um, Northern Illinois they all said they'll kind of get back to me and then nothing ever happened and then I was like they I might not even I might not even go to college at this point I can't afford it and then some D2 school started to hit me up first first on the list was Concordia they talked to me how I can change the culture he said he Will give me a, a full scholarship package because you know it's a little different in division two and i came out to concordia and i was like this is where i'm supposed to be and that's what happened um and uh you went to high school in wisconsin correct yeah wisconsin yeah um and you know going from from high school to the d2 level um you know entering your freshman season uh were you always slated to play defensive end or, or did they have you uh, at any of your positions or was defensive end uh, the spot they wanted you at? Yeah, defensive end was always the spot they wanted me at. Um, I remember talking, see, like asking my coach if I can play a little linebacker, outside linebacker at the time, because I going into college, I was pretty, I was like 215 pounds or 210 pounds or something like that. So I was like, let me, can I get a shot? And they just was like, this is where we see you making the uh, most plays for our team. And I was like, enough said. Uh, and then into your freshman season, uh, were you able to uh, get some playing time and, and uh, see the field field a ton? Or, or was it uh, one of those years you kind of learned and developed? Yeah. Um, my freshman year, I was just – I just wanted to embrace the process and just uh, do what I can to – be a contributor to the team and they thought maybe they would redshirt me and then um, eventually I end up due to a lot of people getting injured I end up getting some playing time and I made the most of it I end up with uh, five or six sacks or something like that um, a little more tackles for loss and things like three force fumble five force fumbles actually so yeah it was a uh, it was a good year it was a good learning year and it was definitely helpful for the years to come yeah that was going to be my next question uh, how did that experience in your freshman season kind of 
you know, did, do you think that kind of uh, gave you some positive momentum heading to your sophomore season where uh, you really explode on the scene and, and had a really good season? Yes. Yeah. Cause my freshman year, I didn't really, I didn't dominate, but I had like some of those plays where it was just like, Oh wow. Yeah. I, I really can do this. Like I can, I can, I can dominate. And I saw myself and my coaching staff and my, the players around me, my teammates, they saw a lot of potential in me and that, that I used that, that momentum to really um, shine on the field my sophomore year. And also just the being on the field my freshman year and just letting that be the year that I just, okay, I made mistakes. And then I learned, my coaches let me learn from them and kept me on the field. Let me play through some of those things, helped me my sophomore year where I could just watch film, watch myself, watch um, the other defensive end on the other side, um, how good they were and how I could have done better. And watching that film, just seeing those, uh, my strengths and weaknesses going into my sophomore year really helped me have a great sophomore year. Uh, and you talked about the importance of watching film, uh, you know, you know, on a pretty much on an average game week, how uh, how many hours of film do you think you, you watch probably uh, on, on a, a opponent? And then what exactly were you watching for on film as well? I don't know if I can give you the exact hour amount because it's it was a lot like um, sometimes sitting in class. I probably shouldn't have sitting in class. I'm watching film. You know, I, I go back to the room. I'm watching film. I'm just so like obsessed at times with knowing my opponent and then watching. Um, so and what I watched was uh, just I start with the tackles because, you know, I'm defensive. I start with the tackles. I'm watching how they kick step. Um, if they can't kick step good enough to beat my speed, um, where their hands are, hand placement, um, any giveaways, any tendencies that they show that tell me um, what I'm going to get on a given play. Then I watch the running backs, how deep they are, quarterbacks, how how their drop is, like if their drop's five yards compared to an eight-yard drop or something like that, just to take anything away from it that I can, that I can have the answers to the, uh, to the test, basically. So, yeah, that's what I'm watching, and yeah. Uh, did you find kind of the game slowing down for you uh, the more you kind of noticed those small nuances like, you know, the tackles, hand placement, uh, the kick slip, the kick steps, uh, mm -hmm. the running back depth, stuff like that? Absolutely. Because it, it just felt like I knew it was coming. Like I would see something in the game that I saw on film and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm free sack, free money right here. So the, the game definitely slowed down the more film that I watched, the more uh, – the more I just like open my mind up to learning more about the game, learning formations and things that I necessarily didn't have to learn at the position, but just learning like if this guy going in motion, what play are they about to run or what plays can they run out of this formation and just to enhance my game and the game definitely slowed down going, especially my junior year. Uh, and uh, in that junior year, you obviously you followed up uh, another big performance. Uh, what were some of the things, you know, obviously you had uh, 16 and a half sacks in 2018 and 14 and 2019. Uh, what were some of the things from your sophomore season that uh, you may have worked on or things that you tried to look to improve on to in 
bring into 2019 and then how did that kind of uh, affect your play in, in 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my sophomore year, I was so stuck on just using my speed to, to take me home and, and, it, and it got me home for the most part. And then my junior year, I started to realize like I can, I can use the psychology of the game to, to make, to move offense alignment in places that I couldn't have put them if I didn't. So just meaning like I would set them up and just do, I would do that pass rush move a good three times, a good three on three of the last third downs, third and longs. And then the next time I'm going to do a spin or counter with the long arm or something like that. So the biggest thing was watching film and just um, really setting up, being able to learn how to set up my uh, opponents. Yeah, so uh, some of the notes that I got when while watching your film, you talked about having that pass rush plan. That was something that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something, you know, uh, is there a certain move or, or certain, um, you know, kind of go-to move you have? Or is it something that you want to try and keep the offense alignment off balance and, and try to give them different looks? Yeah, so when it came, most of it was just my film study. I started with my film study. I'm watching film and then I'm like, all right, this guy really, he's not good against this move. And then that's going to be the go-to move in the game. And that, that obviously adjusts, changes when um, they start to change up what they're doing in the game because it's not working. So a lot of games, I would start off with the long arm move and because I can, I can transition, put my foot in the ground, throw the guy, or um, I could use that and just to a, a speed to power move or anything like that. So I start with the long arm. And then a lot of times when they, they get afraid of that, I, I just default to that speed around the edge. Uh, and, and the speed around the edge, you, you have a, a very quick first step and, and you're able to get off the ball uh, with nice proficiency. Uh, you know, when teams are starting to adjust to, to some of your pass rush moves, like, you know, maybe chips and, or things like that, uh, yeah. how do you adjust as a player to, to still try and get home, even though, you know, they may be sending two, three bodies at you or, or trying to kind of make your, um, I guess, arc or, or make your kind of uh, path to the quarterback a, a little bit more difficult? Yeah, that's where um, that speed to power came came in clutch a lot of times for me just because I couldn't, I had a, there was times where I had a, um, the tackle, the tight end would chip me, the running back would be on the outside and then they would have the, the, um, the guard stay home on me too. So there was no way I can go. And sometimes I would have to go right through my guy. And many times that led to another one of my teammates making the play, but a lot of times, that speed to power will help me just close the pocket and do my job. And you set a uh, NCAA Division II record uh, with career force fumbles. You have 15. Uh, when you're going after the quarterback, is this something you you try to, you know, go after the fumble as well, in, in, as well as getting the sack? Or was that something, you know, if you couldn't get to the quarterback, you, you try to uh, swipe his hand or – or uh, try to knock the ball out? Yeah, so for me and my in Concordia, we had, there was just, the ball is everything. We emphasize the ball is everything because if you get the ball back, nothing else matters. You got the ball, you 
you do what you want with it. And um, whenever I went made a tackle, my tackles are always like I get a tackle, my arms coming through with the punch. That's just how I tackle. And it's just normal for me. So when I hit the quarterbacks, my hands always coming down. It's always punching through uh, at the quarter at the quarterback's hands and at the ball and things like that. So, yeah, I definitely put an emphasis on uh, attacking the ball, whether that's a quarterback or a running back or rock, whoever it is with the ball. And I just happened to get to the quarterbacks so many times where the ball was just there for me. Um, and, you know, kind of just looking kind of at your career at Concordia, is there uh, a game or, um, you know, a performance that you had that, that stands out to you that, you know, if, if teams ask you, you know, what game should we watch of you, we, you should watch this game? Yeah, the University of uh, Moorhead. That was that was just the game that I really dominated. It showed my um, my football IQ as well as my uh, my speed off the edge and just my team used me in so many different ways that game too. And I, I really dominated through and through. It said I had five sacks that game, three forced fumbles, six and a half tacks for loss and things like that. And, and it still didn't speak to how much I dominated. That's what I think. Like I got to the quarterback way more times than that. There was a couple more forced fumbles that they probably should have called. And it was just a really dominant performance that I put together as long as with my teammates. So that's definitely a game that I would say, go take a look at and you'll see dominant performance. Uh, now, moving forward, uh, you got invited to the, the 2021 Shrine game, but obviously that's not going to happen due to COVID-19. Uh, now, with your training, uh, what are some of the things they are working on in terms of your weaknesses and in, in trying to, uh, you know, kind of help you even develop even further as a, as a defensive end? Yeah, so we're working on – we're definitely working on – always work on my strengths, trying to make those even – more dominant because that's what teams see and they're like okay that's that's why we're looking at you now we we see your strengths and so I want to make my strengths jump out even more and then one of the biggest things that uh, scouts gave me feedback on was my ankle mobility it didn't look like I could bend the corner and um, yeah I think I think that was a good um, evaluation but also I think I, I could do better than I showed and but I've been working on my ankle mobility, my overall flexibility. So when I've been that corner, it uh, it's it's sharp, and it's, and I just cleaned up some of those things like that. And then just my hands on film, it didn't it didn't look like I had good hands because I didn't use them a lot of times because I was just so much uh, faster than my opponents. And but I, I definitely had I definitely have hands, and I'm gonna I'm gonna display that and showcase that whenever I can. Um, you know, over the, over the next couple months, uh, what are you looking forward to most uh, about this process and in, in trying to, you know, um, you know, have your name called in, in the 2021 NFL draft? You know, um, I just want to embrace the process. Whatever may comes, just just take a deep breath and just let it happen. I don't want to rush anything. I just want to um, I'm looking forward to. Whenever I can get a, hopefully I can get into the combine. I'm looking forward to the, my pro day. Hopefully I can get into one of these all-star games that are happening. So whatever it is, I'm just embracing the process, uh, thanking God for the opportunity and just, just grinding away.
Um, is there anything else you you would like to add or, or um, you know, something that, you know, you felt like I didn't touch on um, that, that you may want to add add to this interview? Um, yeah, maybe just that I've been working on not only uh, defensive end stuff, but also outside linebacker um, drill work and things like that. Just trying to be able to be versatile in any position that they want to put me in and just for a team that's wanting me, I I feel like I can do it all. You you see me, you see my body type. I gain. I'm 250 now, 250 solid, and um, I feel like I can't play that defensive end, that weak side defensive end, and that outside linebacker hybrid type position. So anybody that's watching, I I just been grinding. Well, thanks, Chris, so much for, for joining me today and, and you know, uh, allowing me to, to kind of dive more into you. Definitely enjoyed watching your film and um, I'm definitely I'll definitely be rooting for you, uh, you know, come the NFL 2021 NFL draft. I, I really do think you have a, a shot to to be drafted and, and be a, a contributor for a team. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time today, Chris. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll, I can have you back on uh, again sometime later and, and talk about, you know, your, your next step in, in the NFL. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the time. Thanks for talking to me.